Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Severe weather to strike the southern part of the country, heavy rain into the Ohio Valley, and then the eastern states. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers. Bernie Reno is here as well. This is Weather Insider for Thursday, May 9th, and it is episode number 49, Bernie. And uh, we do have, we've had severe weather rake across uh, Texas during the last couple of days. It's, it's trying to slowly move on into uh, the southern Mississippi Valley. And on the northern end of that severe weather uh, is a lot of rain that's going to be moving across the Ohio Valley. So let's focus first on the severe weather. Will it be as bad as it's been the last couple of days? And where is it headed and when? Well, the worst of the severe weather has been the flash flooding. We saw lots of flash flooding Wednesday night, Thursday morning across parts of Louisiana, northwest Mississippi. There were water rescues in Greenville, Mississippi. Jackson, Mississippi, flood emergencies early on Thursday from these showers and thunderstorms. You know, if you think about severe weather, if you're talking about damaging winds, if you're talking about hail and you're talking about isolated tornadoes, I don't think we're going to see much of that over the coming days. I think just like Wednesday, where there were three or four tornadoes. I think that's what we're going to see throughout the Thursday, Thursday night. But it's the flash flooding, Evan, that's going to be the big concern uh, over the coming days. And uh, even though Texas gets a little bit of a break here Thursday evening, boy, they're back in the flooding rain threat Friday into Saturday. So on Thursday, especially late Thursday and Thursday night into Friday, where will the heaviest rain be from this first system and when is that most likely to occur since you're not i mean obviously you're concerned about Mm -hmm. tornadoes and and really Mm -hmm. heavy thunderstorms but they're going to be much more widely separated where will the concentrated heavy rains be you talked about how early on thursday Mm -hmm. wednesday night about some of those water rescues where will that where might that happen thursday night and friday i think the threat is less thursday night across let's say central and eastern Tennessee, uh, back across, uh, let's say, Alabama and Louisiana. I think there's going to be some flash flooding threat, but it's not as large of a threat as what we've already had because the system is beginning to weaken a little bit. Let's look farther north across uh, the Ohio Valley. Uh, On on Thursday, we have the potential of uh, some heavy downpours, Mm -hmm. heavy thunderstorms with some rain, maybe not quite the same kind of intense rain that we'll see down in the south but still it's going to be an awfully damp day in places like indianapolis and louisville uh detroit columbus over toward pittsburgh that'll be uh, late thursday thursday night and then that'll just keep on rolling eastward won't it bernie on On, friday yeah yeah so what places are likely to have some problems late thursday thursday night and then on friday from some gusty storms, some heavy downpours, and will that cause any flight delays? I think from New York City on south as we go through Friday because the warmth will probably never make it out ahead of that cold front 
let's say in the southern New England. So I think that that's which the cold zone. front, Bernie. You said that cold front. We well, because heard that, we have a, that, about that cold front. Well, it's yet, the so same. Talk about it. It's the same cold front that's producing the severe weather across parts of the uh, uh, Texas and the southeast, uh, mid south, over the last couple of days. That front comes toward the northeast. That's why we're getting the thunderstorms Thursday evening across the Midwest. By Friday, that front approaches the I-95 corridor. I don't think, again, we're looking at widespread severe weather, and I don't think we're seeing widespread flooding rain. Isolated downpours, but certainly that means there can be some problems on the roadways and at the airports. That front reaching the I-95 corridor, Boston, New York City, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., uh, as we get in the Friday afternoon and Friday night. And one of the things that's happened out ahead of that front is it's turned rather murky with a flow mm-hmm. off the ocean. Yeah. The ocean's still very chilly this time of year. There's that seasonal lag. It takes the oceans, the water, a long time to heat up. And so it is still fairly chilly. And when you get any kind of a flow off the water uh, this time of the year, we get uh, lots of uh, cooler temperatures, cloudy skies, and, and some uh, murkiness and drizzle and drippy weather. And that's definitely the case in places like Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and up into at least southern New England. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it was a big fight in Philadelphia from a couple days ago. We were talking about this with Dean. Was it going to be in the 70s or was it going to be in the 60s? The answer for Thursday, it's going to be in the lower 60s because of the low clouds and fog. And, you know, this pattern, eerily similar to what we were dealing with just a week ago, Evan. Boundary to the south, you get south of the boundary, it's summertime. You get north of the boundary, it is far, far cooler. And along that boundary, it's murky. State College, Philadelphia, that'll be in New York City as well. So when I, if I had a bet on the cool air winning or warm air winning, I'll, I'll bet on the cool air almost time every time. Year, yeah. Well, it's cool air is heavier, it's denser than, than warm air. Warm air can't push cool air out of the way. It's got to move on its own and move away and the warm air take its place. And when you have cool air on the move, for whatever reason, whether it's cold air coming out of the Arctic or whether it's cool ocean air, it's going to win most of the time. And this time of the year, the big story is to keep it cool. You need clouds. Yes. Because the sun is so strong this time of the year and along that boundary, that's why you're getting And we got clouds. clouds. So we're going to yeah. finish with something you alluded to, Bernie, and that is the next round of yeah. rain. So we have another storm system that's going to move into California. It's going to bring rain there. Talk about that and then uh, talk about as it traverses eastward across the southwest and then into Texas again. The weather in the west is topsy-turvy. What do I mean by that? The northwest, Seattle, Portland, Eugene, high temperatures there Thursday, Friday, and in the Saturday will be warmer in many instances, let's say, than Las Vegas, Nevada, where it's going to be in the 70s and it's going to be unsettled with isolated showers and thunderstorms. Out ahead of that weak, slow-moving, upper-level low, a little dip in the jet stream, there's going to be a storm that forms in Texas late Friday. More flooding rain, I'm afraid, around the Houston area, probably south of Dallas. Flooding rain across parts of Louisiana, Mississippi, and Arkansas. That system then moves into the Midwest on Saturday with more rain and thunderstorms. Louisville, Nashville, up toward parts of, let's say, Cincinnati, Columbus. And then, remember what we had across the Mid-Atlantic and Northeast last Sunday? We're going to get it all over again. A soaking rain coming on Sunday, Northeast Mid-Atlantic. And look out for severe thunderstorms. Carolina's down toward Georgia Sunday afternoon. I think there will likely be more severe weather Sunday 
then there will be on Saturday. And, and we'll have more on that on Friday as yeah. we look ahead to the weekend. I want to give a personal story. You talked about Houston. I have uh, relatives that live in Houston. And I'm not sure if uh, the relationship between this particular relative is a cousin through marriage once removed. I don't know how all that stuff works. I used to know about how cousins, all that. But anyway, he was talking about having to drive up on the median on South Brazewood, for folks that live in Houston, they know exactly what I'm talking about. It runs right next to Braze Bayou. That always floods when it rains, when there's heavy thunder, and they he had to get out of the out of the water, standing water, and that whole area floods. And he posted all that on Facebook, and I said, "What do you expect? You live in a swamp." That's true. The fact yep. is, Houston, except for a, a small part of downtown, just like a, like New Orleans, or for a small part of downtown, is basically all swampland. So. It, na- Mother Nature returns to where it started many times, and that's what's happened there. Okay, uh, not, that's not to uh, malign anybody who lives in Houston. It's a great city. I love Houston, but that's the reality of it. All right, Bernie, on Friday we're going to talk about the weekend. We're going to talk about all this rain, all these rounds of rain, and where they're going to be striking. So join us then. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 